Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com. Welcome to the at-home edition of the Life Handmade podcast with scrapbook.com. This is the show for paper crafters, and I am your host, Jessica Harrington. Today, we are happy to once again be joined by our colleague, Sarah Party. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's great to be back again. Yes, we love getting the chance to chat with you. Well, the scrapbook.com community is a close-knit one. It's large, yet we do remain very close. And we find that we learn so much from one another when we share and listen to one another's stories. We recently asked our scrapbook.com community to share some of the ways in which crafting has positively affected their lives. The responses that we received were meaningful, emotional, and just deeply moving. We believe that we can all relate to some aspect of someone's story and that through sharing, we make a difference. We would like to share some of those stories here in the episode with you today. And these are ones that they wrote and shared with us. We grabbed a few of them. There's way more than this. We just grabbed a few to share. Yes. So I'm really looking forward to sharing the responses we received. Uh, These are from like you said, community members, so people on our social media, customers, things like that. I would also love if later on in the episode, Jessica, we could hear a little bit about how crafting has positively impacted your life. Um, I'd love to hear that from you. Well, I want to hear, yeah, I want (laughs) to hear yours too. I don't think I know yours. So Sarah and I have not talked about this beforehand. So you're going to hear it in the moment that we hear each other's as well which will be fun. I'm excited about that. Okay. So I want to start off. I want to start with a story that moved me when I read it. Cynthia told us a story that I keep thinking about. When her mother passed away, she inherited love letters and family history documents that had belonged to her mother. It was 2012 and Cynthia hadn't ever scrapbooked before, but her sister was a scrapbooker and introduced her to the concept. This was perfect because Cynthia really wanted to share these family stories, and this seemed like the perfect way to do it. So she started, and the process changed her life. Not only does she have those family photos, documents, and letters to pass down in a beautiful way, but she also ended up starting a side business where she helps others share their stories in scrapbook albums. She said, quote, I know I have done a good job. As when they open the albums, tears come to their eyes. Oh my gosh, I love that quote. Yeah, yeah, it's so meaningful. And I, I can relate to that, giving somebody an album or even a card that you made and just seeing their face light up, um, whether it's something from someone who has passed away or, um, of course, from just family members. It's so meaningful. So I really wanted to start off with that one. Yeah, and I too have seen not only gifts that I've given to others or witnessed someone else um, handing maybe an album or a special um, handmade like journal, something like that. I think that, and I too have seen people tear up and cry. People also in that moment, 
that that moment of opening that gift realize just how much time you've put into it mm. and just that like moment that awareness where they're like oh my gosh you had to have spent days weeks months thinking about me and creating this and in this moment i'm realizing that gift of time yeah yeah i absolutely agree with that that's wonderful not that many things take that amount of time anymore you know so there's yeah. more value Okay, so one of our community members detailed her intimate experience with paper crafting. Her name was Carol. She began scrapbooking and paper crafting over 22 years ago. And when she told the story, it was clear to see her passion, even when she talked about a piece of her life that was so challenging. Carol lost her daughter a couple of years ago, and scrapbooking has been an important part of her healing process. She shared that even taking the time to go through her photos of her daughter has been so important in the healing process. Carol said, we scrapped together. We enjoyed it so much that it makes me feel like she is with me still. Mm. She said that being able to relive the happy times during this hurdle or other difficult times has saved her sanity. Oh, that's so special and meaningful that she shared that. Thank you for sharing that with us, by the way. Um, this also makes me think about scrapbooking the time that we're in now of COVID-19 um, and other challenging moments in our lives. It can really, really help the I don't know if I want to call it the healing process, but truly just feeling um, better about going through something so challenging. Mm -hmm. And not this is also a good reminder just that we need to print our photos too. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was able to recall those happy times. And so um, Carol didn't share with us um, how or why her daughter died, but to see pictures, I'm I'm assuming, of really great times, broad smiles, laughter, like just to relive those memories. It re helps us remember that it wasn't just about the sad way in which it ended, or it's not just about our grief. It's you can just relive those moments. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't have the time um to make a scrapbook of those moments, having the pictures, whether they're in a box somewhere that you can easily access or a scrapbook or an album um, in pockets, that's so special to look back on for all of your memories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, it doesn't need to be super duper time consuming no. either. Yeah, yeah, that, that was really special. Uh, a woman named Donna shared a short story that I'm just going to read to you uh, because it warmed my heart and I think we can all relate to this in some way. Donna said, scrapbooking saved my life. When I was at my lowest point, it was the one thing that could drag me up from the deep dark hole I was in and give me some relief for an hour or two. I can lose myself inside of paper, pictures, and embellishments day or night. My hubby and son even rearranged the house and rooms so that my scrapbooking was more accessible to me when I can't sleep at night. Oh, I love that. Yes, I love that her family like made it easier to access and get to and have a space for herself. Uh, and I love that she uses that as kind of a, a tool for insomnia. Mm -hmm. And the family recognized that she's, you know, happier, healthier, 
And so for them to recognize that really shows their love for her and wanting her to be well and continue to be well. And I love that they carved out that space and helped to facilitate that for her. Yes. And it's also great that she mentioned that it took her, not only does it help her with her insomnia and her family has like realized it, but she experienced true benefits from the scrapbooking itself and from the creating itself. And there has been so much evidence that meaningful handmade creation actually has these psychological benefits, whether it's in the middle of the night and you can't sleep or you're uh, creating during the day, you know, that part doesn't matter so much, but uh, it's amazing the sense of joy and accomplishment and just overall happiness that we receive when we make something meaningful with our two hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, for for two, I mean, yes, there is tons of evidence out there and there. We will share some of those links in the show notes, the uh, medical and psychological evidence that has come out. Um, and when you create with your hands, just something connects in a different way like with your brain. And then also when you're maybe creating something for someone else. So sometimes we're creating for ourselves, but oftentimes if you're scrapbooking, maybe there's, you're thinking my children will read this or a family member, or I'm sharing this story. So just the act, the simple act of service there, it's a subtle service you're doing to, for others. It is the it is the easiest way to experience joy, to serve others. And this is a really creative way to serve yeah. others. And to also combat loneliness, because when you are creating that for someone else, it, this might sound silly, but I almost feel like they're in the room with you. Mm -hmm. um, you are making this for them and you are reliving the memories in your head or thinking about what how they will feel when they see the album or the gift. So you're, you're serving them, but you can also feel less lonely, which is mm -hmm. really cool. A very powerful energy, I think, can be achieved by by deep thought and deep contemplation. A, a very prayerful or meditative yeah. uh, state, I think, can be achieved. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Up next, Trisha shared a similar story that speaks to that therapeutic kind of recovery. So four years ago, Trisha had a spinal cord illness. Uh, she describes sort of like a stroke. This illness left her paralyzed from the waist down. Though she had always done creative things before, like painting, sewing, scrapbooking, she had stopped because of things that, you know, we can all relate to work, family commitments, health issues, just getting back to normal with her life. Now her life is so different than it was before. She told us that paper crafting has been a lifesaver. She said, quote, when you have a life-changing health crisis and are confined, depression can set in very easily, but keeping busy and having focus on creating can be very therapeutic. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that speaks to it right there. And we had even just touched on it before. I think even when you're doodling or anything that's creative, um, it doesn't really matter what the creative thing is you can honestly feel better. Mm -hmm. And if you ha just have the use of your, your hands, your arms, a little bit of dexterity in your fingers, you can continue to do this no matter what age and other ailments you might have, uh, as she put very uh, drastically, uh, is paralyzed from the waist down. But while she's crafting, 
there's probably no difference in the feeling of recalling when she crafted in her younger years when she wasn't paralyzed or even um, the connection to what we've all felt when we first discovered creativity, you know, in kindergarten or preschool, like you connect with that initial spark you had as a child with coloring or painting. Um, It's just all of a sudden there is no time. Yes. Yes. I think the other thing that's important about this story that Trisha shared and something that stuck out to me was the moment when she said that she stopped for a while because of, and then a long list of things, family commitments, work, all of those things. It's so important to carve out the time to get creative. And I think that that's one thing I hear a lot from people. You know, I don't have the time, which absolutely I understand that I feel the same way. So it's something that I can put on my calendar, you know, mm-hmm. on Thursday, even if it's an hour a week. You know, on Thursday evenings, I, I do something creative. And that is a great way to be able to gather the time to be able to do that because it is so important to find time for yourself and your creativity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a large demographic uh, that is into the art of scrapbooking is women. There is a large demographic that is, that is male too, but there are so many more that are um, female. And sometimes, even though I don't agree with it, sometimes females um, suffer with, the idea of I need to seek permission. I need to have permission to um, make time for myself or to yeah. sit and create or to say, not right now, I'm doing this. Um, and, you know, we would never want it to be when you're paralyzed or when you, there's nothing else that you could be doing, you know? It's heartbreaking to think that that way. Yeah, you truly do deserve that time for yourself and it doesn't have to be something that, you can only do when everything else is done. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be just a reward. This is a special part of life that we get to experience as humans that can be intertwined with our life. And we can see benefits of it that we don't see in the other to-dos and things that we are either expected to do or um, ask ourselves to do for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Great way to put that. Yes. So one story that moved me was from a crafter named Andrea. And Andrea was a music major in college studying piano performance. And this stuck out to me at first because that's what my husband studies is uh, music in college. And so I, my ears perked up when I read that. But um, anyway, so she was studying this during her undergraduate career. And she developed schizophrenia. And her world just drastically changed after that. She said that she reached a point where She couldn't mentally process music in the way that she had before, which uh, only made her coinciding depression worse. She said that when this uh, schizophrenia came up, she also got very depressed. So first, Andrea started painting pictures to communicate her feelings to her family and friends, uh, kind of in place of the music that she could no longer perform. She just didn't, she just wasn't able to do it anymore. Eventually, though, she found, unfortunately, that she was even unable to paint. She, she couldn't do it. Uh, then she discovered card making and scrapbooking and happily told us in her story that she left us that she's still able to do this. Uh, after, I believe she said seven years, 
She said it helps her. Yeah. She said it helps her so much. Um, And now I want to read a note uh, from Andrea that I think rings so true to creativity. So she said, quote, an interesting thing happened to me some years ago. I had been sending cards to a former music professor whom I always liked. He sent me a note once and said that it impressed him that no matter how bad my illness had gotten, my creative side just couldn't be quashed. And he was so right. Oh, wow. I love that she had that person in her life to give her that feedback too and to recognize that. That's very, very special. Yeah, it's special. And I think it's so true. All of these stories seem to speak to that over and over again, that when you feel that you've lost something, even if you might think it's small in relation to someone else's loss, either way, a loss is a loss. And creativity somehow helps fill those holes in a way that we don't completely understand maybe as people, but that there's evidence for. Mm -hmm. It's magical. It truly is. And I'm it just makes me feel really special that this is the industry that we are in. And mm-hmm. of all the other things that she tried that had fallen away, still card making and scrapbooking has has been the, the constant, the thing that continues to work for her. Yeah. I want to share a story from Kim. So like many of us, Kim first started scrapbooking at the birth of her daughter. That catalyst was the birth of her baby girl. Her husband was a truck driver, so she found herself alone most of the time. She and her daughters together spent a lot of time paper crafting. She was proud to see her daughters learn how special it is to give a gift that is handmade. And eventually her daughters grew up and moved out into the world on their own. And she found herself with a different and new kind of loneliness. She found comfort in card making. Now her entire neighborhood knows that she is the go-to card maker and they actually send requests for cards they could use to give to others. And she said that now during COVID-19, card making has been so important for helping with anxiety and she is enjoying sending kits she has made to her grandchildren and grandnieces. And Kim said, I love paper crafting. It fills my life. That is so neat. I love that she's like, everyone in the neighborhood knows her. Like she's a go-to. Right. That's so fun. And to feel needed, whether you're like, oh, great, the list keeps growing. To feel needed (laughs) and wanted and okay, all right, add it to the list. Oh, okay, you need another one of this? Okay. She's probably just feels like she's just like whipping out these cards and staying busy. And yeah, that's a special feeling. And it speaks to what we were talking about earlier. It can combat loneliness. We were speaking more about scrapbooking and recalling memories. But when you know that, you know, there's these cards, people are expecting them of you, or you want to make them for yourself, or you want to put kits together for your friends, like those are great things to do to pass the time yeah. that give you that that sense of reward. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so much different than, you know, just watching TV or Someone, which I do a lot of, but uh, it, it's a different feeling to combat loneliness. Yeah. And loneliness, of course, is felt very deeply when the hours go on and on and they don't feel quite the same as someone else's hour. Um, so yeah, I love that you worded it like that. Just, just a wonderful way to pass the time, you yeah, know? Why not? Why not pass the time with that? So I am excited to share this one. I'm going to share a story that might very well be the most unique story that we received. 
Claudia started journaling for her grandkids to share her life with them. She mentioned that her life is a lot different than the life that they are living. And so she wanted to be able to show them, hey, this is what my life had looked like when I was a child, and it's different than what your life may look like now. So she wanted to share even more with them than than just the stories in words or in writing. So she found pictures of what her farm life was like in the 1950s. Because of that, she got curious and kind of went down one of those rabbit holes, you might say. And she started researching the military because her dad, uncle, and cousin had been in the military. And she put all the information into a scrapbook for future generations. But she didn't stop there. She created multiple scrapbooks about her family's rich history that she was starting to uncover. Her cousin had passed away from unusual circumstances in 1944, uh, and she told us this when his ship had blown up in New York Harbor. So she researched at that event, and she scrapbooked about that too. She even has a scrapbook displayed in a historical museum in South Dakota. As wow. she excel, I know she excels in combining research and history with scrapbooking. So she has extended this fascination into her card making, where she will make cards for Memorial Day, for example, and then include an anecdote about the, how the poppy tradition started. So she said she's always trying to make her creations more interesting by somehow adding like. Uh, whether it's a poem to the back of a, a card she made or uh, the tr the history of what's on the card, like an image, and she's marrying the two. Wow, that is just a history buff. And yeah. she just loves the story and the history and just feels the need to to share and educate herself and then also others. I, I too find the, the real stories and the history behind things so fascinating. I can't stop myself. Um, even when watching movies, I have to like, even if the, mm. the acting is incredible, I have to quickly go on Google and <laughs> see what the real person looked like, see when they yep. were born, see when they died, what was their real, what was the actual history? Yeah. It's so fascinating. Yeah. And it's neat too, because so much of that can, I don't know if it's easily, but can so easily happen with scrapbooking just our own lives because all of our own lives are so filled with history that we may not know. And we can hopefully ask family members, or even if you don't have anyone to ask, you can go to Ancestry uh, websites and try to find answers. So there is a lot of research that can happen when you're doing the kind of genealogy side of scrapbooking that so many people are so interested in. Mm -hmm. She finds that creative way to intertwine it. And it's like you said, it's right at our fingertips. So why not? Yeah. Yeah. And that also, I love it because it speaks to just infusing yourself into what you make. Like she realized that that's an interest for her history. Mm -hmm. And so she figured out, you know what? I like being creative. I like history. Let's combine these and make it a personal kind of work of art in her own life. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So our last story comes from Lisa. Crafting has been an important part of Lisa's life. She discovered art journaling several years ago, and she has found healing in these art journals time and time again. Lisa's husband suffered from a traumatic brain injury, and she is his full-time caregiver. She told us that brain injuries are very difficult on not only the survivor, but also the caregivers too. Art journaling has helped keep her focused and calm during the most difficult of days. And 
she then also recently lost her lifelong best friend to breast cancer and turned to art journaling. She then lost her dog, who she described was part of her soul, and art journaling, again, was her refuge. She said, in quotes, Needless to say, my life the past few years has been extremely stressful. My art journaling is the only thing that has kept me sane through it all, and I'm thankful every day that I have a private space to do my journaling in. Without it, I'd be lost. Each time I journal, it brings me closer and closer to healing. I love that, closer to healing. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great way to describe uh, the creative process uh, when you are creating during these times in your life, the challenging moments. I love that hers specifically was art journaling. It was the first uh, call out in this uh, episode that we had about art journaling. And I have heard others say that too, um, specifically art journaling, because there's no rules really. You can get, get a little more messy. And there's probably lots of layers to her emotion, uh, emotions with so much loss. Um, and then being the caregiver uh, mm. to her husband, you know, it can, that art journaling can, can be about her, you know? Yes. And one thing that's so special about it, besides the point that you made that there are no rules, you can kind of do whatever you want, is you can choose whether or not this is more of a space that's like a diary to you, something private, or you can share it with others. You get to kind of take your pick there. And that can be so special because she can really let her feelings out and express her thoughts in there. Or she can choose to just kind of create in a way that is more about the art than it is about the feeling. You kind of get the best of both worlds there in art journaling. Um, If you don't know about art journaling, we do have some great instructional videos on our website in our classes area that you can find that will really give you all the information you need to know if you're interested in what that process looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll add that uh, link or a couple links to the show notes. Yeah. So... The time has come. I really want to hear, Jessica, about how crafting has positively uh, affected your life. Well, I'm not going to share the easiest and most profound way, but I mean, I'll say what it is, but I'm not going to just end with that. So (laughs) the easiest and very clear way in which it has profoundly impacted my life uh, is the career that I've chosen to to make here at scrapbook.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to art school and when I left art school, I went to a um, design firm in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. And it wasn't what I had in mind. It wasn't, I knew that it wasn't how I wanted to spend my days nor years. I, something just wasn't right. And so I didn't know what I wanted to do but I knew that for some reason I said something more crafty, something I can use my hands more. Mm-hmm. I said these things kind of out <laughs> loud. Uh, I think I think to myself, but also to people who are asking, well, what are you going to do? What do you want to do? Um, and then I found the job posting that said scrapbook.com and, you know, graphic design and marketing position um, in Mesa, Arizona. And so that crafting in general has, has, has been, this is my career. So I won't just leave it at that. Cause that's an easy throwaway one, but it's the most important in general or specifically 
how I think of all the ways in which crafting has impacted my life, specifically with my son, our oldest, his name is Ryland and I've raised him since he was one and he'll be 15 soon. And I am his stepmom. And when he became part of our lives and I've raised him half the time, you know, like I said, since he was in diapers, I just felt like that could be my thing that's different. That could be my way to um, capture his life growing up in ways that his other family maybe wasn't. And so when I look back at these layouts, just the, the, the titles and the poems that I, I thought were meaningful, I think, yes, were and are very important for him to have these, he's, there's probably 10 scrapbooks that he has between the ages of like one and 10. Um, but I can see now looking back how important it was, I think, for me to figure out how I felt about this, figure out who I was in this, figure out, um, to, I just needed to wrap my head and my heart around being a stepmom and where I stood on that and what it was going to be like. For instance, there's an early layout and it's a little cute picture of him and a little tux at our wedding. He was only two. And it says, you will always be special because you were first. And I look back at that and I'm like, why would I have chosen that first? Yeah. Like I wasn't pregnant. I didn't have another child for eight more years. Um, but then seeing that, I'm thinking, I wonder if I, sometimes I wonder if the reason we didn't have another child for so long was because I so badly wanted him to know how special he was and that that he is my firstborn. He is, he is my first son. Um, but it's, it's interesting. I think it just helped me grow and um learn and and be his mom for those years before I also became a mom to our second son. So yeah. Yes, that is so special. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, this kind of gets me feeling emotional. (laughs) (laughs) I'd Um, love to hear your impactful crafting. Yes. So mine, I'll just share briefly what it is and then a small story that kind of hits home. Um, I have been crafting my whole life. My mother is very artistic. Uh, My family is kind of a long line of powerful women, I suppose, very creative women. And we've all been crafters. My great-grandmother was an artist. My grandmother was an artist. My mother is a seamstress. And one thing that was really important to me growing up was always crafting. So my family and myself included, I grew up in a very rural area in poverty. And so we really didn't have a lot of resources. But one thing my mom was always able to find was some basic crafting supplies. I don't know where she got them, but it basic glue, basic scissors, some newspapers, papers, crayons, and that's how we passed the time often as children. We were either outside or creating. And so that's just been something that I go to when I'm bored. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create something. If I'm like, well, I don't have a ton of fun money. Um, I know I can invest in something that is meaningful and special that isn't terribly expensive, honestly. So it's emotionally impacted my entire life and my entire families. 
And then one story about being creative, not with paper crafting, but creativity in general. My mother, like I said, is a seamstress. And when we were little, she had this dress and it was just a summer dress. It was black with some pink florals on it. And it kind of had a flowy skirt and some ruffles. And my sisters and I, I have uh, two sisters that I grew up with. We were obsessed with this dress. And we, we asked her all the time, can I wear your dress? Can I wear your dress? Even though we were like six and wouldn't mm-hmm. have been able to fit in it. We just wanted to wear her dress. And um, she wouldn't let us. Well, the next year for Christmas, she had cut up that dress and mm-hmm. made us each a skirt that matched oh. out of the dress. And that just goes to speak to how crafting has impacted my life. We've always found creative ways to make what we did not have. Um, for each other mm-hmm. and for ourselves. It, How very selfless, <laughs> too. Yes, I know. I will I will think about that for the rest of my life. Do you happen to have any photos of it, or is it only in a memory now? Uh, no, we do have photos of us in the skirts. I'll have to try to find one. Oh, yeah, you must, and then you must scrapbook about it. Yes, good point. Oh, oh. I'm going to do that. That's so funny because, like we said at the beginning of the episode that we did not know what we were going to share with each other, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, we have these notes that we kind of just loosely follow. And I saw that your note to yourself said dress. So I didn't know what you meant, but I, I did not know this story. And I assumed you were going to share a different story because your mom made your wedding dress. She also <laughs> handmade your wedding dress. So I thought you were going to share that. And I had no idea that it was this little, the little skirt story. That's so yeah. cute. Yeah. My mother has made me a ton of clothes. She made most of my clothes uh, when I was a small child. Wow. That's very, very yeah. special. Well, thank you, you, Sarah, and everyone. We hope you enjoyed listening today to our scrapbook.com community share episode. We would love to hear how it impacted your life. Scrapbook.com carries over 40,000 unique items and is the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You also benefit from nearly 200,000 real product reviews from crafters like you. Make sure to connect and get inspired by other crafters in the scrapbook.com forums and galleries, and even take a free online class too. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade podcast in your favorite app and enjoy our other episodes there. We would love to see you leave a review if you feel inspired to do so, because it really does help others find this podcast. Happiness is life handmade. I dropped a